come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 186 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we have a show for you today. In fact, it's, that we do. It's uh, we're recording this election night. Yeah, Brian's watching the results come in. <laughs> Either way, we don't know the results right now, but congrats to whoever's candidate won. And uh, I'm sorry to whoever's candidate didn't win. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. If you're listening on release day, I'm guessing we probably still don't know. It's possible, yeah. (laughs) Because it sounds like Pennsylvania's not going to start even counting some of their ballots until like Wednesday, which I guess is release day. So we'll see what happens, happens. but but good for you. And I'm sorry for you. There we go. Yeah. There you Uh, go. (laughs) But before we get into today's episode, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented, and very attractive sponsor, Getaway Today. So attractive. (laughs) So attractive. Their deals are attractive. They are. And when they can get you to the Disneyland Resort in California, it'll be even more attractive. But as of right now, they still cannot do that. But they're still a fantastic travel company to work with. They do a great job in making sure you have a wonderful vacation, whether it's to a Disney resort like Disney World right now or some of the other Southern California locations, uh, St. George, Las Vegas. They can get you a great trip booked wherever your little heart desires other than the Disneyland Resort. Um, Make sure if you are going to book a trip through Getaway Today that you do let them know about our promo code. That is MainStreet10. It is all lowercase, the number one zero. That's going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. I have not yet reached out to them to see if they will offer that for Disney World right now while we're not able to go to Disneyland. Um, But there are other Southern California options available if you would like to go there. Um, Either way, make sure you let them know about our promo code. That way they know where their business is coming from. Um, They like to know where (laughs) the uh, the referral referrals are, are working the best so make sure word on the main street is giving them more than anybody else and let them know about our promo code um, you can um, visit them in their office in south ogden utah you can visit them online at www.getawaytoday.com or you can give them a call at 855 get away that's 438-2929 did i get 438 uh yep four three eight two nine two nine all right yeah see brian's still (laughs) trying to uh make sure he's not messing things up (laughs) well awesome ten dollars could uh get you i guess part of a disneyland mask one of those new masks we talked about if you're not sure what uh you're not sure what we talked 
what we're talking about, go listen to our, I think it was last week's episode that we talked about. I believe so. So they're really cool. Um, I've seen one on somebody, not just a picture. So uh, they're cool. And I think yeah, they're, they're very good looking for pre-order uh, on shop Disney right now. So I think they're about 14 bucks on shop Disney. They might Maybe be less on Friday. Park. I might have to order one. Oh yeah. We should all go Tell in. Somebody to, um, somebody there you go. Free shipping. <laughs> they're even better. But anyway, tell somebody to wrap it up for me for Christmas. Right. <laughs> just buy my own Christmas present. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this week at the Disneyland Resort, not much has changed. Um, I know, as we mentioned previously, Buena Vista Street will be opening this month. Um, and uh, so if anybody's going to go check that out, uh, let us know. We'd like to hear about it. Um, but otherwise it's just downtown Disney and soon to be the extension of downtown Disney into the park. Uh, so other than that, uh, I guess we can move on to, uh, this week's trivia, Brian's trivia corner, where the trivia is at a 90 degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's trivia corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is once again trivia time. Woohoo, yippee. Woohoo, yippee, indeed. And let's uh, get on with last week's question. And that was, of course, what code represents a child sighting in Monstropolis? This was a very easy question. Everybody that sent me answers got this one. no surprise, I, I kind of let an easy one go. Uh, but that is, of course, a 2319, not to be confused with a COVID-19. <laughs> but a, a 2319 is the code for a child sighting. So congratulations again to those that got it, um, which was everybody that sent me answers. So I don't have to wish anybody better luck next time. Unless, of course, you answered it in your head but never sent it to me in which case i will tell you better luck next time um but let's move on to this week's question and this is going to be somewhat related to our um special segment for today and the question is going to be who voices groot in the guardians of the galaxy films if you haven't seen these movies and you haven't watched the credits, you might not know this one because I never would have guessed that unless right. <laughs> I saw who it actually was. Um, but let's see how many of you, hopefully without looking up IMDb or doing any Googling or anything, see how many of you know who does the voice for Groot in the Guardians of the Galaxy film. So if you know that or you think you know it, Make sure you send the answer to me. That is Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. All right. And then if you want to contact us, Brian just gave you his email. My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And then, of course, if you want to give us a call, you can reach us at 801-923-2455. You can leave us a voicemail uh, with whatever you'd like. Just let us know if you don't want us to share it. Uh, otherwise, we may 
Um, again, that phone number is 801-923-2455. Or you can reach out to us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Did I already say Facebook? Nope. I said Twitter, Instagram, so. TikTok, and Facebook. Um, so go check us out. Just search Word on the Main Street Podcast, and we should pop up. And then if you want to support the show, you can do so by uh, listening to the show every week, sharing it with those that might also enjoy it, and uh, subscribing and leaving us a nice review on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, and Amazon Music. Oh, yeah. And then, Sorry, uh, they were just calling another state in the election. <laughs> so. And then, um, of course, uh, if you want to help financially fund the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash word on the main street. Uh, and you can donate whatever it is you would like. Um, and it is a monthly donation. So cancel <laughs> whenever you're done. Um, or don't. Or don't. Or just keep it going. That's uh, it's the preferred thing, but uh, not required. <laughs> Definitely not. All right. So now that we have that out of the way, let us move into the topics of today. Um, there's a few pieces to talk over, uh, but uh, let's get into that turkey leg of an episode, I'd say we have. I would um, say so. Will we get through it quick? Who knows? Will we get through it not quick? Probably. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, the first one doesn't really immediately affect Disneyland in any way, but uh, it could. Uh, the fact they're doing this at Walt Disney World could probably mean they will do this at Disneyland when it reopens. Uh, but there's been some changes to Rise of the Resistance and how that works. Uh, so as we mentioned on the show previously, uh, they were going to release spots in uh, two waves, one at park opening, the other one at 2 p.m. Uh, they've actually changed that. So as long as you have uh, your ticket or an annual pass and a Disney Park Pass reservation uh, for Hollywood Studios, you'll be able to access a virtual queue system and check for an available boarding group starting at 7 a.m. You can be at your hotel. You don't have to be in the park. Uh, so oh, that's wow. quite the change. Um, however, they will still be doing the 2 o'clock one, and you have to be in the park to book that. Uh, so it just gives, a, I think it gives you a nice little jump on your day uh, to be able to plan things out a little better. Um, and then this also stated that uh, they have now maximized the number of boarding groups that they're able to accommodate uh, because they have recently added a clear barrier between the two rows of seats um, on the vehicle. So they're no longer going to be just loading one row. It's going to be all two rows are going to be able to be loaded uh, because of that barrier, which fits in line with the... Uh, health and safety guidelines so perfect sounds like they'll be able to fill it to capacity basically which is pretty nice that will um, be good and then uh that's it for rise i would just expect to see that in california 
when they reopen. Unless yeah. there's different health guidelines. Which very well could be the case. <laughs> uh, let's... Yeah, let's do this. We'll, we'll cover this stuff in the middle <laughs> so we don't end on it. Uh, Probably a good idea. <laughs> so uh, basically, there's eight mayors of California cities uh, that are pushing Newsom to reconsider allowing large theme parks, such as Disneyland, to reopen sooner than new state guidelines allow. Um, so basically, uh, they're saying that this would have significant negative impacts on hundreds and thousands of jobs, thousands of small businesses and billions in operating revenue for the cities. Um, and this comes from the mayors of Los Angeles, uh, Anaheim, Santa Ana, San Jose, San Diego, Bakersfield, Riverside, and Fresno. Uh, I'm surprised <laughs> by some of those, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I think they are hurting in terms of revenue uh, for the cities. So that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think you've got Universal um, Studios in that area, uh, Disneyland, and not. So. Mm. Those are all very big parks. I'm sure Six Flags is also a big one. Yep. Um, so it's it's a lot of jobs, a lot of revenue that's being lost. Um, you think just in Anaheim alone with all the um, hotel taxes that they usually mm -hmm. bring in, that has got to be hurting big time oh, right yeah. now. Oh, for sure. Um, on that same note... Uh, we'll go to the next story unless you have more to say on no. that. Uh, I know that this next one's one of my favorites though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not too bad. Um, so basically um, a Sutter County superior court judge um, issued a preliminary order for Newsom to stop making executive orders that could contradict state laws after determining one of his orders was an unconstitutional exercise of legislative power. Um, so basically that order is going to prevent Newsom from exercising any power under the California Emergency Services Act, which amends, alters, or changes existing statutory law or makes new statutory law or legislative policy. Um, uh, says uh, the governor does not have the power or authority to assume the legislator's role of creating legislative policy and enactments. Um, so basically he's got 10 days to challenge this. Uh, otherwise it goes into effect. Um, and that could basically, the way I'm reading it, uh, it could help ease up these guidelines uh, for things to reopen. So I don't know, just kind of a win, I think. Yes, it definitely is a, a small victory in the overall battle to get people back to work and economies to start going again. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see some kind of good come from that, but who knows? Who knows? No one at this point. <laughs> All right. Now that we're done with Newsom, I get that out of the way. Really. <laughs> uh, as we all are probably aware, uh, Hong Kong's castle was a little underwhelming to a lot of people. 
Um, and we've talked about how they're redoing it, basically. I feel like they're more building on top of it. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you feel. Um, but it's ba it basically looks like the normal castle and then a bunch of stuff on top, uh, which is why I think that. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, it definitely does look like a, a toddler just put some building blocks on top of <laughs> the rest of it. So if I remember right, uh, this is supposed to take elements from a bunch of different princesses or movies or whatever, different castles into one castle. Um, so it looks like the Disney castle is the base. And then uh, you can definitely tell there's some Aladdin influence, um, maybe some Beauty and the Beast influence there. Uh, but it's gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, it's called the Castle of Magical Dreams. And this is officially slated to open on November 21st at Hong Kong Disneyland. So um, not sure if anybody's able to travel outside of the country yet <laughs> uh, or even yeah, Hong I don't Kong. Know. But, uh, but if you can, I'd wait until then so you can see this new castle in all yes. its glory. So, so boom, shakalaka. Uh, good for Hong Kong. We might actually burn through this today. That seems like we're moving. I thought, I thought these would take a little longer. Uh, next and the last piece before we go into the special segment is there is a new kind of animatronic that Disney Research released uh, information on. They released a video about it, uh, and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> It is, but very cool at the same time. I think if it actually had skin on it, <laughs> it wouldn't be so creepy. I do uh, think that's why it looks so weird right now. But it's basically teeth, eyes, and then just a white skeletal head. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Almost like a skull type Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. But like Brian said, it's really cool. Uh, if you have the ability, just look up uh, Disney Research Realistic and Interactive Robot Gaze, and it should pop up on YouTube. Um, this isn't leaked or anything. It is from Disney. Uh, I don't know what they're going to use it for, but basically it's got tracking uh, in the chestal area <laughs> to uh, recognize where you're looking and what you're doing. And the uh, the robot actually like looks at you, and yeah. gazes at you, and it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, the eye movements um, when you're looking at somebody, sometimes your eyes will go back and forth. Um, it does that. Uh, it can look like it's reading. If you got something on your shirt, it can look look at your shirt and then look at you. Uh, but it's very real looking, at least as far as eyes go. Um, and I'm just interested to see what they might use this for. Yeah. There was a portion of the video on there, too, that looked like it would track two people in a conversation. Oh, I didn't even like realize that's what was happening. That's, that's what it appeared to me. It looked almost like... One person was talking, so it was looking over at that one, and then somebody else would talk, and it would look over and start. Like, so weird. Like it's conversing with them and listening to each person talk. It was, it's crazy to see. If anybody needs 
some entertainment, I would go look at this video because oh, yeah. this has some crazy possibilities, I think, for animatronics. Well, think about, to me, like thinking about like how this could affect rides. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, could you imagine being on the Haunted Mansion and like one of the ghosts is just like watching you <laughs> like that? Yes. Yeah. And it recognizes what, what you're doing and how you're moving. I uh, could imagine a new um, groundskeeper in the graveyard. Right. Like staring you down as you're <laughs> coming by where he's at. I oh, think yeah. It could be cool. Uh I, I just, uh, I would like to see this in some kind of attraction. Um, it could definitely make the Haunted Mansion a little scarier, I would say. Uh, maybe even pirates. Um, but I do like the yeah. old animatronics, um, but could be cool. Um, but any new rides? I mean, we thought the Spider-Man animatronic was cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, that did gymnastics, but like, this is another level in my opinion. Um, yeah, this this has some great potential, <laughs> I feel like. So, and could they make it a walking character in the park? That would be weird. That could be fun, too. You could have, like, actual... Uh, you could make, like, a bell that, that looks like the cartoon bell that interacts with you. That'd just be insane. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know what their plans are. are endless. <laughs> But I hope we see something soon because that'd be kind of cool. Um, and if you look close at the eyes, it really does a good job, I think, of when you look in the corners of your eyes, you see like a little, I don't know, muscle or something. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's got that look to it. Yeah, uh, it's definitely very realistic. Pretty, pretty crazy. So uh, go check that out again. It's Disney research that put it out uh, and the video is called realistic and interactive robot gaze. So uh, be prepared to be creeped out. Um, I don't know if little kids would find this scary or not. <laughs> Just be aware. Uh, I would say. Yeah. Um, know your kids. It's not actually scary, but kids might be freaked out depending yes. on the child. So just be careful. Um, awesome. I think that's it for our news stories for the day. Absolutely. Anything else you wanted to add? Any, uh, anything about no? uh, animatronics or castles or cues? No, I th think I'm good. Awesome. I think we've covered everything. Sweet. Well, for those just joining us for the first time in the past recent episodes since disneyland's been closed we've been doing a special segment where we go around the park and talk about attractions um and give you some facts about them and then maybe talk uh, about personal experiences or just comments about the ride or whatever uh it's very uh very short it's nothing too in depth uh but we've completed disneyland so now we are at, over at california adventure uh, we just did Monsters, Inc. And a little bit of Superstar Limo. <laughs> Very little bit. Uh, All that was worth covering. <laughs> but uh, this week we're doing a favorite, uh, whether you liked it before or whether you like it now or both. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Tower of Terror. 
slash Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. So um, I will let Brian start us off because this is his little baby. Kind of. <laughs> it's it's both of our, our things, but but I will definitely get us started. So the Tower of Terror dropped into Disney's California Adventure on May 5th. 2004 that's crazy to me for some reason i feel like it was there in 2001 but it wasn't so it wasn't it's um, kind of weird to think of a um, california adventure without right the tower there yeah and, and uh maybe i should talk about this later but that's very close to one of our christmas trips uh, yeah so I remember it being new. I think that year, if I remember right, maybe it's not, maybe it's not 2004. You would have been in 10th grade, right? Uh, 2004 or 2001? Four. 2004, I was graduated. Oh, duh. So I was just done with junior high. So yeah, uh, that summer... I remember this distinctly. Uh, I went with my choir uh, to California um, and Tower of Terror. They were giving out stickers. Uh, if you rode the ride, uh, it was basically an I survived sticker. Um, and I just remember going and going. And I think they did that at Christmas time too. I don't know if, if that's accurate or not. I don't yeah, know if you remember I... those. I do remember the stickers because I think I remember you and Tyler having bunches of them stuck yeah. to the front of you. Yeah, we just kept going and going and going and getting all these stickers. So there wasn't really a line. I feel like Christmas back then just wasn't a huge thing at Disneyland. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's weird to know that we went in 2001 and there was no Tower of Terror. Yeah. That's Very what's weird. weird to me. Um it's just weird to think of DCA without that. Right. Uh, we we also had, I guess we had uh, the limo ride, Superstar limo that year. Yeah, too, I didn't do that though. Um, but yeah, 2004, that's crazy. Um, many references to Twilight Zone episodes are in the ride queue, which is correct. Uh, they've got uh, the little... If anybody's seen The Twilight Zone, they might know the episode where this lady is being attacked by aliens. Uh, and there are these teeny little aliens <laughs> in spacesuits. And uh, it turns out it's the United States <laughs> and uh, or the U.S. Space Force. I don't know. <laughs> uh, basically on a different planet. Um, anyway, they have one of those in there. Uh, I don't know if you talk about all these in here, but... Nope, um, don't talk about any of them, actually. But then you've got the little uh, devil box uh, that tells fortunes. Uh, it's a, it's an episode starring uh, William Shatner. Uh, he puts a, a nickel in, and it gives him a little fortune. They've got that. They had that in the library. Tons of stuff in there. Um, it was It was a lot of fun, I think, for fans of the twilight zone yeah yeah i'm you're far more into the twilight zone than i am <laughs> so i know a few of the things but nothing near what you know uh i know a lot i know too much 
you are a big fan of the show. Um, moving on to the next one, Mark Silverman was chosen by Rod Serling's wife to provide the voice for the attraction. So I feel like they probably got it as close as they were going to. Yeah. His wife was the one to pick. Oh yeah, uh, who was going to be doing the voice? Yeah, uh, and what better person to pick that person? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and she did a really good job in choosing. I feel like right. Um, and then footage of Rod Serling in the pre-show was from an episode titled "It's a Good Life." Um, so if you've seen that episode, you might recognize some of that in the pre-show. Of course, you can't ride this anymore at Disneyland. You'll have to see it at Disney World or on YouTube. Yes, that is very true. Um, let's see, moving on. The, there are cables attached to the bottom of the elevator that would pull the car faster than that of a normal free fall. That's weird. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's weird that they uh, make you fall faster than you actually would. Yeah. It's such a heavy elevator. Yeah, um, <laughs> but explains why you got that weightlessness feel. I would think. Oh yeah, at oh for sure. Portions of the attraction. Um, and then July twenty third, two thousand sixteen. That's when it was announced at San Diego Comic Con, the Tower of Terror would be rethemed to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, and everybody lost their minds. Yes, <laughs> and I will in a bad admit way that even myself. Oh yeah. Um, I was quite upset at first uh, because I really enjoyed the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. It was it was a, a, definitely a favorite among our family members, and I just I didn't think it could do it justice. But oh, yeah. I think we were all proven wrong. Yeah. Yes, we were. <laughs> um. So, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, before closing uh, the Tower of Terror version, California Adventure started a late checkout experience in which ride guests were able to experience the attraction with no lights. It was in total darkness, and I really wish I could have done it. Yeah, me too. Uh, if, at first, I thought it sounded stupid. <laughs> I did too. Uh, hearing people talk about it and how creepy it was. Uh, I wish I could have done that for sure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, before, Oh, you already did that mission breakout opened May 27th, 2017. I remember watching it on YouTube and just yes. being excited for it. Uh, and then uh, a little later, I actually got to try it out. Yeah. Um, it was quick turnaround. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about talked about earlier how it was announced at San Diego Comic Con July twenty third, twenty sixteen, and was opened by May twenty seventh of twenty seventeen. It took less than a year for them to complete that transition, which, when you think about it, they had an existing attraction that they basically just had to reconfigure and retheme. So it is kind of does kind of make sense that it didn't take too long mm. so um let's see here the following songs 
can be part of the ride experience. And as I was writing these down, I realized how few of these I've actually <laughs> been part of. I think I've only heard three out of the six. And I've ridden this attraction a lot. Um, but the options, of course, are Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar, Give Up the Funk by Parliament, Born to Be Wild by Steppenwolf, I Want You Back by the Jackson 5, Free Ride by the Edgar Winter Group, and Burning Love by Elvis Presley. So which three have you heard? Um, I have heard? had Hit Me With Your Best Shot, um, Give Up the Funk, and I Want You Back. Interesting. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard Born to be Wild, <laughs> Free Ride, or Burning Love. So I've never heard Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Um, really? I've had Give Up the Funk, Born to be Wild, and I Want You Back. Um, I've never heard Free Ride or Burning Love. <laughs> the one like I've wanted. Rare. I love the uh, Give Up the Funk one. It's probably my favorite that I've Give been Up on the so Funk far. is really good. Uh, but I've always wanted to just be on there for burning love uh and i just haven't is there one that you wish you have heard uh um, i've always been a big fan of born to be wild it's good um <laughs> burning love is also that would also be a really good one i don't know if i know free ride by the edgar winter group really i'm not sure i do up. i'd have to go look it up and see you will. You'll know what it is. These are all pretty big, <laughs> pretty big hits. Um, yeah, I'll have to look sure it up. And see. Um, and then uh, Monsters After Dark takes place in the evening during the Halloween season, in which the events follow the normal ride experience in an effort to get Baby Groot out because he is trapped inside with all the monsters. <laughs> that is keep adding also to something this. <laughs> I want to see. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'll just speak on that, I guess. Uh, well, yeah, you're, you're the only one with experience here. I'll give you a little snippet. So, uh, like I was mentioning last week, I was on Sean's uh, podcast. Yes. Or if you guys I, haven't I, listened I to that, to it. go check it out. Uh, but basically, the episode for anybody that would like to know before going into it, we talk about. Uh, creepy and spooky things you can do at Disneyland off Halloween season to be able to kind of experience Halloween since we're missing it. Um, anyway, we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, but yeah, Monsters After Dark. Um, that's not one of the things we said, but we did talk about it, but it scared Sean. <laughs> I don't I think I jumped. I, I wish but... I could have seen that happen. Yeah, it's. I can never remember the name of the monster that's in it, uh, but it's. I don't know the name of it, but it's from it's, Thor if, Ragnarok. Yeah, if anybody's seen Thor Ragnarok, it's like Surtur's like, I don't know, lava like pet, pet lava flying monster dragon thing. Uh, but there's a part where it just like jumps at you, and uh, it was fun to hear Sean scream, like a little <laughs> girl. So, uh, but yeah, that's a really fun one. I know Brian hasn't ridden it, and if any of you haven't, uh, definitely try and make it an effort to see it next year. Um, I'm assuming it will be open next year. <laughs> uh, I would assume so, uh, as long as the park's able to be open. But but definitely try that out. Um, but yeah, uh, memories. Any memories from Tower of Terror or Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout that stick out in your mind? 
specifics, not really so much. Um, I loved Tower of Terror, and as much as I was disheartened to see it go, I was very pleased with the result when I finally got to ride Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Um, My father-in-law was the same way. He was extremely upset because this was his favorite attraction, the Tower of Terror mission breakout and um and he loves it when when he yeah sorry (laughs) i'm easily distracted right now um they just keep calling different states so (laughs) i i I keep having to focus but but yeah he absolutely loves um the new version of with the guardians of the galaxy actually would now much rather um ride that one than tower of terror and i would say i'm the same way oh yeah sometimes i miss the old one just because they're two different feels of rides they are uh tower of terror was strictly scary creepy uh and uh guardians of the galaxy is more party uh fun so uh they are two different attractions i would say with kind of the same mechanisms, but yes. um, two different feels. Um, but yeah, memories, like I was saying, the stickers uh, with Sean, him getting scared out of his, well, <laughs> I don't know if out of his mind, but he did scream like <laughs> a little girl. Uh, so um, other than that, I don't really have any specific experiences and memories. I mean, yeah. there's the one that I share with you and uh, the, your two friends, or I guess I could call mine as well, but oh, yes. uh, Kim and, and Thomas, um, we actually got selected during the year of a million dreams, I think it was, yes. uh, to open uh, Tower of Terror, basically to open that area of the park. Um, I assume you remember this as well as I oh, do, I but do. I do. Uh, they picked us to hold the red rope and we escorted the crowd over to Tower of Terror and uh, we got to ride it. We got to go through the line and everything by ourselves uh, with no one else. Uh, they it held was pretty ev- incredible. They held everybody back and let us uh, do our thing. So we got our own elevator and everything. Uh, I don't know if we have a picture of that anywhere, but um i'm sure i do i know be I've got pictures of it because we had the i bought the photo pass yeah. disc that we got that year and they took a bunch of pictures oh, yeah. the craziest thing about that whole experience is yes our group of four got selected but they selected two other people mm-hmm. and they were actually people that i knew <laughs> i had gone to high school with both of them and worked at uh, our local amusement park lagoon Mm -hmm. with both of them so it was a little uncanny that i went all the way to california (laughs) with you and um tom and and kim bateman and um got selected to to do that and then along with people that i knew from back home it was it was a little (laughs) <laughs> crazy how that, that all worked weird. out <laughs> weird times at the tower of terror it's uh, true but yeah that was awesome uh yeah i almost forgot about that um and then just i personal did th- obviously 
Uh, and then personal comments. I don't know if you've got any comments about the attraction at all uh, that you want to get out off your chest. Uh, but they're not, fantastic. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I did find <laughs> some good footage of uh, the Paris one, but it's only one of the elevators that they got really good footage in. Uh, but it shows the little girl and everything. Uh, and it's pretty cool. That's go, awesome. Go look it up. I'll uh, have to do that. But yeah, uh, that's all I got. If you don't have anything else, I guess we can pack up. Yeah, that's all I've got. All right. Well, uh, then I will thank everybody for taking the time to listen to our show this week. Um, again, if you like the show, please share it with those that might also enjoy it. And of course, subscribe and leave us a nice review on the following platforms. Those are once again, Apple podcasts, uh, Google play. Oh, I, I got, uh, twisted up on Apple podcasts and <laughs> lost the whole thing. Apple podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, Google play, and um amazon music i don't think i missed anything (laughs) sorry folks i'm i'm totally distracted by the election (laughs) which is why we might have to just end this early anyway yeah um so brian can go stare at the tube uh but anyway um thank you guys again for listening we do want to thank bryce gardner for the theme song Check him out. He does music under the name of Delta Theory on most music streaming platforms. And that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please join us every week, every Wednesday to hear the new word on Main Street. Goodbye. Goodbye.